Welcome to the Unblock Your Business podcast. I'm Abby Rogers, success coach, business coach, and hypnotherapist. And I help high achievers and business leaders master their subconscious habits for success, income goals, and above all, happiness. But success isn't just about mindset or strategy. It's about combining both and sealing the deal with a big dose of subconscious alignment because our subconscious holds the true key to unlocking our potential. Let's dive in and look at how you can show up bigger, better and more uniquely aligned in life and business today. Welcome back to the Unblock Your Business podcast. So today I am delighted to be interviewing the incredible and lovely Zoe Whitman, who is a long-standing friend of mine and co-founder of The Six Figure Bookkeeper. Now Zoe's going to talk to us today about her journey from feeling really stuck in a job that she wasn't getting that much satisfaction from and um, trying to run a, a side hustle alongside that in her own bookkeeping and accounting business to creating an incredible business, supporting others and realising uh, other people's six-figure dreams along with her business partner. She's going to share with us lots of key tips and experiences and let us know what it really takes to build your business quickly and get to that six-figure dream. Now, I've known Zoe for probably four years now. I think we met uh, back in 2017, just after I'd had my first son. And I arrived at our local freelance mum networking meeting with my tiny seven-week-old baby in my arms. And um, Zoe was there and I gradually got to know Zoe through freelance mum. And it's been inspirational watching her journey through those years and, um, and working with her very closely, as you'll find out from the podcast. But uh, without further ado, let's jump in and hear what she has to say. So um, welcome Zoe to the podcast. It is wonderful to have you here. Um, just to explain to the listeners, I've known Zoe for quite a long time now. Um, I think we've both started going to freelance mum probably about four years ago, something like that. And um, yeah, got to know each other through through that. And I've really followed Zoe's journey all the way along. But now she is running very successfully with her partner, Joe. Um, the six-figure bookkeeper, which is amazing and uh, going really, really well. So Zoe's here today to tell us a bit about her journey and um, just give us some insights into how she's got there and and how you can get there too. So oh, <laughs> it's lovely to be here. Thanks for inviting me. You are very welcome. I can't can't wait to get chatting because I know you've got loads to share, which is really going to help us and uh, really going to be useful for the listeners. So, firstly, just just dive in and tell us a bit about your journey and uh, in your own words from from the beginning, I guess. Okay, um, so I'm an accountant by training, and I've worked in various corporate roles. And then when I started, when I had my daughter uh, in I know 2016, I thought I don't really want to go back to work full time, but I don't know how I'm going to make that work. So I decided I'd do some freelance bookkeeping, and I uh, during my maternity leave did some training. And I thought, well, I'll get a few clients and do a few tax returns. People have always been asking me to do that and I've always said oh I, I don't really do that mm-hmm. uh, I thought I'd tick all the boxes make sure that could happen properly and and I did but that business grew much more than I anticipated mm-hmm. and uh, and I went back to work part-time and did my bit of freelancing on the side and then realized that I just actually had way too much going on and uh, and I kind of had to take the decision to 
do one or the other mm-hmm. and actually that's when you came into my life Abby because at that point and I'm very probably being from a, a financial numbers background I'm very yeah. uh, focused on like the security and knowing how much money is coming in every month and that was really important to me and um, and it was actually holding me back from taking decisions that were going to be really important for moving forward and we started working together and you uh that I remember a, a pivotal moment for me was um visualization that you were doing with me and you um and you, you just made me realize that I had I was holding myself back because my constant narrative was what if what if it goes wrong what if I can't do it what if I make a fool of myself and uh, and at that point, I, I was actually very emotional and realized that I, I have to just own it and step into it and see what happens. So you helped me so much to switch my mindset and that then helped me start that business. And um, that went really well. I wrote a book and I won a couple of awards for the business. I, I hired people, so I wasn't doing all of the work myself. Yeah. And um and then, of course, the pandemic hit um, and I decided to take a break from the business because I, you know, small kids at home and things. But in the meantime, I had bumped into this lady called Joe Wood at a bookkeeping conference and uh, and having grown my business quite quickly, been invited to talk on a stage about uh, growing my business and I actually went up there and I started talking to people about goals. And believe it or not, I stood on that stage, Abby, and I did a visualization with everyone in the audience. Right. <laughs> and um, because I wanted people to think bigger, maybe this yeah. is going to come up while we're talking later on. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Joe was also there speaking and she was talking about her journey of building her bookkeeping practice. And we really clicked and uh, and we she said to me, you know, I've, I've really got this idea for how we can help bookkeepers. I think you're the person who can help me to do this because she could see that I'd done a lot of personal development and I was quite focused on goals and what needed to happen to grow a business. Yeah. We were really on the same page. And uh, and I suppose the rest is history. We, we've grown this business from that meeting, really. Yeah, it's amazing how that happens, isn't it? When you turn that key and just just kind of take that leap, all of a sudden things start to fall into place and the right opportunities start to, to jump out at you. But it can feel really scary when you're there before you've taken that leap and as you say questioning what if and just wondering wondering what might happen what would you say to anybody who's in that position at the moment because it's a it's a big one that comes up a lot yeah um so I want to say dive in but I think that the sensible part of me that that part of me that's really still very focused on security and the financial aspect of leaving anything any role to start your own business or do whatever it is um would I would always say do your numbers understand what needs to happen for you to be able to step in like mm-hmm. properly two feet into this project because often we like approach business from a point of well if I'm, I'm only making 100 pounds I can't possibly invest in like the right tools and software and I don't know personal development that's going to help me to do it actually if we can think bigger about um okay so i if i'm going to do this properly this is mm-hmm. what i need to invest in to, yeah. to be able to deliver what i want to do and then work out from there what is it that's going to bring the right amount of money in that means that i can do this and know that i have the security cuz i think taking that approach to it coming at it from not coming at it from a place of like 
lack and there yeah. isn't any money anywhere and yeah. instead thinking I can make this happen I just have to position it properly that will be a massive that will just get you in the right place from right at the beginning of your journey yeah totally it's all about just giving yourself those little sort of strategic steps isn't it giving yourself those kind of insights into how you can make it happen because we can either just kind of sit there in in lack and never do anything and get absolutely paralyzed and overwhelmed by the whole thing um or sometimes we can take it to the other extreme and think yeah I'm just gonna remortgage my house to make this thing happen without really having a plan and without really kind of knowing the steps that we need to take to make it work so I think you're right it's so important to to have both to not be held back by fear um but also to have the the kind of right steps in place or as far as you can when you're starting to take that journey um so what do you think it is that's helped you succeed and in such a short space of time what do you think has really contributed to that I think that mindset has helped a lot um yeah. obviously I, the six-figure bookkeeper is a sort of second business that I've started in the last couple of years so I've definitely learned a lot from starting yeah. two, two businesses um but the things that have really helped us to grow this business, and I suppose I haven't really told you what we do. So we we help bookkeepers and accountants to start practices. So mm-hmm. we help them to find their clients, get their pricing right, get themselves out there really. Yeah. And um, we we really focused on the niche. Now that that really helped us because we knew exactly who we were talking to, and that that has grown. So we went into this as bookkeepers who felt that we didn't have a community, yeah. and we focused on creating that community for bookkeepers. I mean, since then, lots of accountants have got involved as well, and I'm an accountant too. So I suppose that attracts people. But just being really clear on that messaging has helped us grow the business, um, and because we knew those clients really, really well and we have conversations with them, we've been able to deliver a service and be really focused on that being the core service, Mm -hmm. um, which answers their questions and solves their challenges. So I really think if you can get into your market and know who your people are and listen to them Mm -hmm. and work out how it's right for you to respond with your service, that that is definitely the key to why we've grown so quickly. Absolutely. It's having that that kind of clarity up front really, really helps, doesn't it? And as you say, actually listening to what people want and really <laughs> checking in with that, because so often people dive into it thinking, I've got this great idea, I'll go and put it out there and then find that it's just not quite hitting hitting that spot. So doing that research, getting the feedback from your audience is so, so important, isn't it? Wonderful. Good. So um, I guess it was kind of a, a fairly natural niche for you. <laughs> it was pretty, uh, pretty much that's do you know what I think like niching has been quite an important part regardless so even when I was running the bookkeeping practice um I I started working with creatives because my husband's a creative and and it was his colleagues and freelancers who were the ones coming to me saying can you help with my tax return so and I knew that actually if I understood one space really well and was able to like really understand their fears I could then go out and deliver a service in a way that really spoke to people who just have the same challenges you can get yourself part to be part of those networks um it just is made so much more efficient but also yeah. you can become a specialist because you know everything about that industry and you can almost like you can benchmark for people you can say look I know other people like you and have you thought about doing this because this is kind of best practice this is the best way I've seen it working that could work for you too um I think you're just so valuable if you mm-hmm. have a niche yeah 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 definitely I think um personally big big fan of niching I think it's really difficult for 
um, some people to find what their niche is. But I think for me, I think just like taking action, going out and exploring, um, trying stuff out and asking people that are listening to you what they want and gradually refining it from there is really, really a valuable way to do it too. Um, so did you ever imagine you'd be where you are right now back in those early days? Well, I didn't expect to be running a community of bookkeepers. Um, I think I always deep down wanted to work for myself I've always wanted to have projects and to feel in control of things Mm -hmm. I'm also the kind of person that I I suppose I've always I've always been asked for my opinion on things and in terms of I suppose informally coaching people and giving people confidence in themselves which seems interesting given you know I needed to come and get some support from you but I think we all have to work on ourselves you know whoever we are um I think it it makes a lot of sense when I look back at it now, but yeah. no, the other side, five years ago, I never would have seen this coming. So, no. yeah, it's been <laughs> no. amazing. Absolutely. And I think that's a, that's a really important point is, you know, um, as a, a mindset coach, I spent quite a while thinking I'm fine with this mindset thing. I've got it all covered. I don't need any help with that. But it was when I finally did admit that maybe some support with my own mindset would be helpful, that that really just shifted things no end for me. Because um, we do, you know, regardless of what we know or what we do in our careers, we get stuck in a rut. We just mentally, um, we do our subconscious just likes to live in the same place. And sometimes it just takes that person outside of you to ask the right questions and push you in the right direction. And um, that's when the change really starts to happen, isn't it? And it can be something really minor. It can be somebody coming in and saying, like, because the thing is, like, we can learn all the theory, like we can read all the books, we can listen to all the podcasts, we can go and, I don't know, spend a fortune on having some coaching. But unless we actually go and implement it, nothing changes. So you're not you're not actually doing it and living it until you're starting to make those changes. And it can just be the slightest thing uh, that can make a massive difference in pushing your business forward. So, um, yeah, no, I I completely agree. We, We all got to work on ourselves, but we also have to implement what we're taking from that. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Um, there is, uh, there's a lot of talk, isn't there, in in the entrepreneurial space of just you know visualizing it, believing it's going to be true, and then and magical things will happen. But but actually taking those little action steps as well is so key to that. You can't create a, a different future without doing something different. It sounds really obvious, but uh, I think it's important to remind people of that and remind ourselves of that from time to time too. It's hard because we're all so short of time that it's yeah. really easy to fill your day with I mean I work four days a week and I work school hours so I've got I think I've probably got five productive hours really and and it's so easy for that to be booked up back to back with meetings and okay the meetings are great and the conversations are great but what happens next what what is the action after that and I think we need even if you can make half an hour a day available to follow up in some way or do whatever is going to move the business forward or even to take that sort of top-down view of well okay all these opportunities are here for me right now that these are all the things I could be doing but out of those which are the ones that are aligning with the vision I have for the future um that have taking that step back can be a really good use of time as well yeah absolutely just having that that focus (laughs) that time just to to or giving yourself that time just to have that overview and not get caught up in the day-to-day stuff and you're so right again coaching can really really help with that and just keep you um, accountable in a way to to your goals and your vision and making them happen um so what would you tell your startup self now if you could wind that clock back 
I think I would have loved to have thought bigger. I think there are quite a lot of things I could have done. Um, I think often when we start businesses, we go into it thinking it's just going to be me and I'm just going to, I'll just do a bit of a bit of stuff and then I'll earn a bit of money and I started out as an hourly rate bookkeeper which is how a lot of people come into our community a lot of people start out don't they doing something that they charge an hourly rate for and that you know what it's fine if that's what you want to do that's okay but there is uh, if you can see the value in what you're doing you're not then competing with everyone else who does the same generic thing as you based on price Um, and I think if you can from day one think about what your business would look like if it was a bigger business if you imagine yourself in five years time what do you want the business to look like do you want to still be like me doing the corporate job and doing a day a week of bookkeeping on the side if that is really your future if that is really your vision for how you want your life to be yeah good for you that go and charge your hourly rate but if you're actually thinking no I, I want to be able to choose my working hours I want to be able to work around my family then probably you're going to need to bring someone into your business to support you with some admin you're going to need to outsource some stuff because you're going to need to be on sales calls and you're not going to be doing all the doing and if you can think about those kind of things and actually what will the business look like in the future then you can set it up from day one like that and I and I do looking back I I very quickly made those changes I saw that I needed to bring people into the business Mm -hmm. but I wish I'd seen it from day one but then you know what we're not entrepreneurs on day one I don't think all of us are born as entrepreneurs and we just don't think like that because that's not how the world it the world of work is anyway no no we'd we'd all be doing it if it was that easy wouldn't we (laughs) we'd all be there yeah I think I think that is so so critical um to envision that future and what sort of support you're going to need and say like it's what I'm doing now is this fulfilling that is this really moving me towards that that goal yeah <laughs> I'll tell you what you know we're going we're traveling quite a lot at the moment because it's that sort of conference time of year and flying to Newcastle next week and I've I paid a, somebody who who is a specialist VA who sorts out travel arrangements mm-hmm. I think it probably she must take a commission or something it doesn't cost us very much but it in those sort of early days you know we were talking about coming from this place of lack I probably would have thought oh I can't possibly I could book this myself why would I possibly pay someone else to do that for me and these are the kind of things that um actually you know what she rings me up she's checked everything's fine she's sorted my parking out she sent me printed out copies of it which I don't know how sustainable that is but you know what she's (laughs) organized everything and made put it in a little folder for me I don't have to think of anything and that is priceless that is worth so much more to me than Mm -hmm. 30 pounds or whatever I've paid her to do that piece of work for me so it's yeah thinking about what do I really (laughs) want my day to be taken up with Mm, definitely it's, it's sort of stepping into those CEO shoes as it were <laughs> isn't it and I've massively been guilty of that in my business just thinking I can DIY everything so I'm going to DIY everything but I tell you hiring my VA just made all the difference and it just gives you so much headspace and so much more time to really focus on doing the things that are going to drive the business forward so yeah absolutely agree with that um, so what do you find really helps you stay on track now? What what advice would you give to anybody who's hoping to grow a successful six-figure business? What do they need to be doing to make sure they get there? Well, do you know, I think it's always about being very clear about where you're going, because mm. if you have a clear, and actually it's only very recently that I've written my own vision and mission statement because I always thought oh you know it's so easy to get carried away a lot of people go into starting businesses and they're like I need a business plan and it's going to be 30 pages long and it needs spreadsheets and forecasts and I need to 
like <laughs> analyze do you know what you don't you need to find uh, something that makes money like how does this make money and solve a problem in the quickest possible way so you can make money because otherwise you're just spending time writing a business plan um but I think that have spending a bit of time on just being clear on exactly where you want the business to be and how you see the future and how you support your clients that will help you to rule out the stuff that isn't worth your time because we get lots of opportunities now and um lots of people want us to speak on panels and do various things for them or write things for them and if that actually takes away from time we could be spending on something that helps us grow our business we need to say no but it's sometimes from an ego egotistical point of view it's so tempting to say oh yeah I'd love to do that um so that focus I think if you if you want to grow your business have the you know get your niche focus on your niche focus on what your niche needs what do you want the business to look like and and really, yeah, focus your time on what really truly needs your attention. Because we've all only got 24 hours a day and you don't want to be working all the time. And that that's one thing that's going to help us like remove that overwhelm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's like setting the compass, isn't it? Just programming and where you want to go. And then you're gonna you're gonna figure it out and get to get to yourself there. Um, so what do you do in terms of just supporting yourself mindset wise and I guess giving giving yourself that time out to make sure that you're you know keeping that mindset in the right place for growing your business I think you know Abby that I'm not (laughs) that great at self-care I'm 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 a busy person with a lot of ideas and Mm. I think I'm quite creative and I've always got projects that I want to start and I have to stop myself and you know (laughs) like so in terms of my own mindset I've worked with you we definitely have informal mentoring relationships with people within our industry who've helped us with our business we also have a business coach who's helping us with um, more the performance mindset stuff yeah. as well like I think that spending that time on it is really important and it takes you out of your business to work on yourself mm-hmm. um yeah I think the spending time on that but also like really removing yourself from any opportunity to be working so mm-hmm. um you know finding something else to do so trash tv if there's we are absolutely hooked <laughs> on a, a series on the tv at the moment and, and my husband and I will sit down and we watch it and that's just something we do it's like it's nine o'clock we're sitting down and we're doing this and actually that's quite refreshing to have that break away and he like last night I was still working he's like Zoe are you coming are you coming to watch the tv <laughs> so you know like I know it it might sound like a for some people that might sound like time that actually could be really productive and used in the business but I otherwise I will just work till midnight so something like that helps um and uh yeah I I don't know just something that's going to make your mind do something completely different I've just started Welsh lessons because we live in Wales and I don't speak Welsh um but I know that that also gives me something else to think about and I can't be thinking about work when I'm trying to read Welsh words <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's um really really valuable to get that little bit of time just just switched off and it really really helps your brain to process stuff and to come up with all those great ideas that you just can't get when you're so close to the problem so um, yeah good plan and as you say it doesn't have to be anything like groundbreaking and earth shattering you don't have to be doing headstands and meditations <laughs> and all sorts of uh, all sorts of self-care stuff but just like doing something that's different doing something that switches you off is so so vital so awesome it's been wonderful to speak to you today thank you so much for your time um where can people find you and, uh, and learn more about you if they want to 
Oh, thanks, Abby. It's been amazing. Well, the best place to connect with us is in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club. If you're a bookkeeper or an accountant, or do you know, if you have a bookkeeper or accountant, um, tell them about what we do because it will, we will help them be better bookkeepers and accountants for you, <laughs> if nothing else. Um, you can also connect with me on Instagram at underscore Zoe Whitman. Those are the best places. Wonderful. Thank you so much, and uh, we shall we shall keep watching your journey with interest. Thank you, Zoe. Take care. Bye. So there we have it. I think my key takeaways from Zoe's interview today were just having that future vision, um, that real idea of where you want to be in your business and really getting into that, really creating the detail around it, but then also stepping back and asking yourself, how is it that I can get there? What are the steps I need to take? What can I start to do towards that plan now? And, um, and just not allowing fear to get in your way because so often it's it's just so easy to tell ourselves that we can't or it's too scary to take that next step or we can't really afford to invest in that support but it's always worth just asking yourself whether those stories are really true or whether it's just fear getting in your way and doing things like as, as soon as you can afford to invest in some support making sure that you're doing that when you're you know just about able to to afford it it's so funny as soon as we make that decision that we are going to make this thing happen things tend to just fall into place because as soon as we make a firm decision um, our brain has this commitment to making that thing happen so I've definitely found this in my own business where I've uh, maybe invested in a VA um, and thought well I'm not sure I can really stretch to that every month all of a sudden I've managed to make that income to cover the cost and um, and grow my business as well because um, I think it just really you know it makes it have to happen if we've put our put our money where our mouth is so um, that's some top tips from Zoe today and I hope you found that really interesting look forward to coming back next week with another incredible guest and um, I hope you have a wonderful week in the meantime take care thanks for listening I really hope you've enjoyed today's episode if you have it would be incredible if you could pop a review on iTunes Google Spotify or your favorite podcast platform and if you want to dive deeper you can find me in my Facebook group unblock your business or at www.unblockyourbusiness.com.